Well, hello everyone. Welcome to episode 11 of season 2 of YASP, short for yet another shitty podcast. I'm Ali. This are is you expecting Q. me to like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> are you expecting me to like say, and I'm Amirza? Uh, yeah, I'm Amirza, and uh, hello everyone. Yes, we are going for our last episode of the season two, the season wrap up. We didn't have one for season one because we sort of ended that abruptly, but for this one, we planned it out. Yeah. Yeah, we had like planned to have a wrap up from the get go of this season. Um, we're gonna what we're gonna do is that we're gonna go episode by episode the ones that we've uh, we talked about uh, the second season I mean the subjects that we covered on the second season and we're gonna like uh, see if there are anything new about them that we want to talk about any updates any new like cathartic moments regarding those subjects any new understanding whatever you know just like uh, kind of brush up on them yes so before we get into it, how was 2021 for you, like in general? Um, okay, um, I would say that it was not as bad as 2020 because COVID was like, beginning of 2020 was like one of the, probably, if not the scariest like um, time of my life, one of the scariest times of my life. Yeah, I get that. Uh, a lot of uncertainty and... Um, you know, horror and uh, frightening moments. A lot um, of horror, not enough horrors. For real. And I'm trying, uh, I'm trying to lighten <laughs> up the mood. <laughs> yeah, of course. And uh, I, I think in that regard, 2021 was a better year. But personally, I was like, I was and still am going through some shit. Hopefully, by like in the next 12 months, it's going to be resolved. But, uh, Wait, we'll wait and see. That being said, I would still consider 2021 to be a better, better year than 2020, specifically because, well, we're going to talk about it, but I just recently purchased a PS5. I managed to snatch oh, yeah. one, so... Yeah, you console peasants. Uh, <laughs> okay uh i'm with you on that. 2021 is definitely better than 2020, not only in terms of just life, but uh, sort of Every media I liked had a better 2021 than 2020. Mm. So there is that. A lot of good movies came out in 2021. A lot of good shows came out in 2021. A lot of the shows finished in 2021. Yeah, I was going to say that like, the world came to a halt in 2020 because of like uh, the pandemic yeah. situation. But in 2021, thanks to the uh, vaccines and like our better understanding of how this uh, thing works, uh, life didn't return to like pre-pandemic levels, but like uh, it was, at, I would say, 70% of the capacity. So I mean, like, as, far we're more recording this, as we're recording this, the new variant has uh, again... Yeah, Omicron. But like yeah. then again... Uh, this might uh, age like uh, you know milk. 
<laughs> yeah. But, uh, but no, I, I'm just I, saying I that, like, that Omicron uh, is not going to be a big deal because of the, like, uh, you know, the high rates of vaccination globally. And the fact that I was reading that it's, uh, it's like uh, 50 times more contagious, but 10 times less uh, fatal deadly. or like uh, hospitalization oh. drops by like uh, 10 times. So that's a good thing. And, I know. Um, I'm, I'm just saying that yeah. I, I'm saying this based on Saturday Night Live SNL. It had to close mm. down again. It's oh the yeah, last well, I mean a lot year. of precautionary shit has to be done. Yeah, and it's uh, kind and, of it's kind of mm. dystopian to look at it as oh here that we're gonna talk about it that GTA meme shit here we go again. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, there's gonna be like. I don't think the situation will like persist to be like this. I think, uh, I think in 2022, by the like uh, by mid 2022, um, it'll be far more under control than it is now. I think the mutations from now on are gonna get less and less uh, troublesome. But then yeah. again, this could be a fantastically uh, age like milky uh, prophecy yeah. that I'm doing. So let's like fingers crossed. Let's hope that this happens and like we're not like living in hazmat suits by next but, year. But if we do, I just want to reserve the right of "I told you so." Like okay. as as I'm holding your lifeless body, I'm saying, "Amir, I told I you told so." You, sir. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Anyways, let's uh, let's get into it. Oh, by the way, before we get into it, let's talk about what 2021 meant for Yas. Uh, first of all, we updated our microphones. Then Amir degraded his microphone back to his. Oh yeah, <laughs> because I have to. Okay, microphone was okay. Problem was that the microphone uh, uses the. I fucking forgot the name of the like uh, the outlet it has uh, XMR or something like that. So it goes from XMR, let's say, to like uh, one of those thick jacks, and then oh, it that is adapted into like a three point five millimeter jack. So oh. <laughs> through three levels of uh, conversion, there's a lot of noise, and then my case itself adds a bit of noise. So like. The microphone was bought. The problem is that I now I need to buy a sound card, uh, which I will for uh, the next the season. Is, yeah, if you go through the episodes, like the first 10 episodes, no, no, the first nine episodes, you are with microphone. Yeah. I think Over the Garden Wall was the first one where you go back to uh, yeah. headphones. Yeah. And um, uh, we, we did some weird shit with our editing we tried a new editing technique and with the exception of our south park episode and our uh, saints episode that they have a lot more uh, intermissions like soundtracks uh, sound effects, sound effects yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and shit like that and uh, on top of that we started yar which is basically we need to go back to <laughs> yet another reactionary reaction which are yeah. uh, in the like uh, our reaction in the form of YouTube videos, which we uh, encourage you to go and check them out on our YouTube channel. 
Yeah, and for those of you who are listening to this and have watched it, I promise I will get back to Portlandia pretty soon. Yeah, I also uh, have a... Mm-hmm, yeah. No, I was saying that I also have a few other ones that I need to react to. The problem with them is that they take a lot of time to make for me, and that's the only deterrent for me. Yeah, and I've been meaning to make one for It Takes Two, which just recently got the game, like, became the best uh, game of the year according to Game Awards. But, uh, you know, yep. like, I'm the biggest postponer of all time, so... Well, we'll get back to that, and we started the Yas, so yet another short reaction, which is an audio-exclusive... Uh, yeah, only um, on our podcast platforms. The first one we did was for the late, late Steven Sondheim. Yeah. And we wanted to do one on the writer of Cowboy Bebop, uh, Samurai Champloo, yeah. Face Dandy. Uh, I don't... I keep forgetting her name. Uh, but, like, <laughs> the reason I care so much is that my favorite anime director of all time is uh, Watanabe. I think he's Shinichi Watanabe, something like that. And yeah. he has basically made all the anime that I like, genuinely love. And uh, like his mm. style is flawless for me. And the writer for most of his works was uh, this lady. We wanted to do a yes for her. But then I was like, yeah. mm, I think we're going to be spamming our podcast. And listeners are not going to be happy. We'll be listening to like three episodes in the span of like a one month. <laughs> so, Yeah, but... This is where you come in. If you're listening to this, do tell us if it's... Do you care about the fact that we're doing yes? Or do you think we shouldn't do it? Just keep communicating with us. Let us know. Yeah. uh, And let's start. Let's go to our first episode. The Console Wars. Oh. Yeah, and before we do that, I just wanted to say that the name of uh, the late uh, writer of Cowboy Bebop was, I'm not sure, I might be butchering this name, but Keiko Nobumoto. So, oh, okay. thank you for all the wonderful stories. And, uh, okay, now let's talk about console. Okay, the first episode was called The Console Wars. Yes, Back we have then. I guess Sohail and Babak. Back in yeah. January 8th of 2021. Yeah. Yeah, which, uh, which is, is like, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah almost, like, uh, a, almost year ago. a year ago. Year ago, yeah. And it's back uh, when the consoles had kind of just got out. Like, uh, yeah, had they been released yeah. even by that date? Uh, uh, I, I think so. Uh, yeah, I, I think they had been released, but uh, they were like a. I remember the whole. Yeah, yeah. I remember the whole uh, shortages of PS5, which is still not uh, resolved. Yeah, yeah. yeah still have so I, I, so mean, I think they were out. Yeah, they were out, but like a few, only a few people had managed to snatch uh, one of them, specifically PlayStation, which for some reason... I mean, like, it, yeah. it, it had a higher demand, so obviously. Uh, yeah. And back then, we talked about uh, the fact that console wars isn't between PS5 and Xbox Series X. It's between PS5 and uh, Xbox Game Pass. That's the actual console wars. Yeah. And um, now that we're talking about it now, um, Sony allegedly is going to announce their own version of Game Pass, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. to be able to like uh you know have a race and uh, have a horse in the race have a race in the horse that would be interesting but yeah to have a horse in the race uh, that being yeah. said i think uh 
by only the merits of having uh, many, so many exclusives and like better marketing. And I would say that like the, the exist, like the, the way PlayStation five, uh, has like presented itself is a bit more appealing. At least uh, I think so. And like PlayStation has been far more successful in the previous generation leading to a higher yeah. demand in this generation. So Xbox, first of all, Xbox, like the sales of their hardware exceeded even uh, Phil Spencer's, uh, like, uh, expectations. And yeah. And, and the surprising part is that most people are buying the series S, not the series X, which is a far, uh, less capable. Yeah. Oh yeah. Machine. Uh, it's still good, but like, one thing that I don't like about that is that let's say Xbox sells like 40 million uh, devices by the end of next year. Mm. If it turns out that like 25 million of them are Series S and 15 million of them are Series X, uh, and then you have like PlayStation having sold, let's say, 55 million copy, uh, devices, which all have the same uh, hardware. I would assume that it would lead to developers choosing PlayStation 5 as their main platform and then porting their creations to Xbox, which would theoretically, if such thing happens, make the quality of games on Series X a bit less. And also, mm. uh, the fact that like Series S is like even less powerful than uh, Xbox One X. I mean, the only thing that like redeems it uh, are a bit of uh, RTX, I mean, ray tracing and uh, like a faster memory architecture, which don't get me wrong, do a lot. That's a really capable machine. Uh, but it's just sad that like for the next seven years, we're going to be like living in a world that a lot of people are just, like keep using a fucking extremely inferior hardware. I mean, like Series X itself is as powerful as like uh, RTX twenty sixty, and we already have uh, thirty ninety. You know what I mean? In twenty twenty one, yeah. And these consoles are going to be here for at least like twenty twenty eight. So that's just like a, I don't know. I I really don't like that. I, I wish that like. I mean, from a marketing perspective, that was genius. But like from a artistic integrity perspective and like technological advancement perspective, I think that's like a disappointment. Well, I I would agree, except that uh, there is a thing you sort of not taking into account is that a lot of people who want to buy Xboxes uh, see that there isn't actually anything so exciting about series x and there is a recession going on so there were a lot of economic problems so they tend to go for the cheaper option yeah i know i know like uh i'm, I'm not saying that like the causality is obvious i'm just saying that like uh, a lot of people are like okay this is cheaper this does the work and uh, maybe not as good but like it works and uh how like uh, is it like 200 dollars? i mean it's like really cheap uh so Almost uh, more than half of a PS5 or a Series X. Uh, yeah, so I, I just don't know. I, I don't like that fact. I and, understand. I understand. Mm. Uh, I really do because it's a trend that can be 
damning, but to quote uh, <laughs> South Park, which we'll get to, these are unprecedented times. It's, it wasn't like the console launched in a normal fashion. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the fact that they had like designed and had made this uh, um, like launching uh, strategy even before pandemic was a thing. I mean, like obviously these consoles were in the works from like uh, 2018, let's say. So it's not because of the pandemic. It's because of the the stage of capitalism we're in, Uh, and uh, you know. Uh, we're basically losing a lot of the middle class. Yeah, uh, it's the, the gap between like the the gap is ever becoming bigger between lower class and upper class. And as such, uh, most companies are trying to like appeal to this uh, now yeah. low, upper low, or like mid to low class uh, yeah. customers as opposed to like. Probably twenty or thirty years of uh, having steady, uh, steady flow of uh, middle class customers, uh, thanks to I'm, neoliberal I mean, practices, uh, everyone got fucked. The rich got richer, and the middle class got poorer. So we now, uh, you know, and uh, we have to entertain our slaves uh, that go to work at nine a.m. and work their ass off till five p.m. in cubicles. We have to give them their Xanax and a cheap video gaming console and a few sitcoms. I mean, I know I'm sounding like Fight Club, but like that's reality. So. That's just fucking The, the thing bullshit. is that I think for the new season, we already have a sort of a recurring gag, which is the French people, which will get to them. Don't worry, French people, you are not safe. Yeah. I think yeah. for next season, we need to have two, the French people and communism. What do you mean communism? You're going to like uh, insult the communists? No, no, no. No, no we're going to insult the French people and promote communism. Oh, uh, I'm not sure I'm going to be happy with that because I'm not a fucking commie, so. I know. Uh, I know, I'm just I'm just saying that it would be fun to do. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. uh, since we recorded that episode, there, is, there has been another change, is that um, I'm still a PC master race, but Amir is a PS5 slave. You bought a PS5. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just recently, like, uh, I think less than a month ago, final annihilation to managed to uh, purchase a PS5. And I let think the tell, most... Uh, let me tell you exactly when you bought it, because you sent me a picture, and I'm going to see. Oh, okay. uh, you bought it on December 2nd. Like you got the it case. on December second, so it's like seventeen days ago. As we okay, recorded. okay, so seventeen days. I have play. I have uh, finished uh, Astro's Playroom. I've played uh, Fortnite mm-hmm. on it. I've played Apex Legends oh. on it. I've played um, Lego DC Super Villains on it. Uh, I've How played Godfall on it. How uh, is it's that? a good, uh, it's a good kids game. You know, like uh, I wasn't expecting much from it. Uh, I I love it, Lego games, but I'm saying, is it fun? Like, is it one of those that you can just keep playing, or is it like? Yeah, 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 yeah. It is fun. It, the only oh, problem okay. I have is that, like, since it's a PS4 game, the frame rate is like on 30. And sometimes, oh. like, uh, I imagine it gets like as low as 25 or something, and that's like okay. really jarring. You know. But uh, other wow. than that, yeah, it, it has a decent story. A lot of uh, 
familiar and unfamiliar, at least for me, characters, a lot of villains that I didn't know. And in, like the game yeah. gives you a certain like sort of sandboxish, open worldish experience. And you know, sometimes it feels like a mm-hmm. gorilla go out. Oh yeah, it does. Oh yeah, good, good. Yeah. That's my favorite stupidest DC villain. <laughs> yeah, it does have that. Uh, and the story is fun. The voice acting is good. Uh, but we're nice. not here to talk about that. The most yeah, exciting yeah. thing I've played so far, I mean, I have played Demon's Souls as well. Uh, really good graphics. But the most exciting one that I've so far played is Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, which nice. at times feels like watching a Pixar animation, like the how good this game looks. And thanks oh. to the new uh, DualSense haptic feedback kind of thing the PS5 controllers provide, uh, like, I was playing Ratchet and Clank on a 65-inch OLED H- display, 4K HDR, with the wow. with a headset, and with this controller. Okay, Uncle Marks. But uh, what I what I wanted to say <laughs> is that the the controller just adds a like you know like those lousy uh, 4D cinemas and shit. But like it actually does bring that to your home. Like uh, when when the triggers have like the resistive triggers and like the the specific patterns of vibration and like yeah. you know it's so much more nuanced to it. Like when your character walks, you can feel them. Uh, it, it just adds that much more to the like the immersion and the immersiveness nice. of like this game. And like it's a really pleasant thing. As opposed to like PS3 with the six axis and PS4 with like the the speaker on the, the controller and like the touch stupid touchpad, I think this one is not gimmicky. This one actually makes sense for uh, developers to employ, uh, you know, to implement some sort of the usage of this feature in their games. Well, and I mean, I mean, we only can realize how good it is until David Cage uses it in a game. Before that, we can't know. David Cage, by the way, uh, is going to be... I mean, like, it's Quantic Dream, so got to be him. And he is going to have a... Of Star Wars, yes. Star Wars Eclipse. (laughs) I don't know if you watched the teaser for that. (laughs) So that's going to be a thing. Uh, I I love the fact that... like. Uh, there is a lightsaber, and it's like take the controller up and down for questions about how the lightsaber is used in war. Uh, I fucking hate David Cage. I hate him. Like it's David the guy, Cage. It's not the guy. <laughs> fucked it. Fuck the French. The guy suffers from yeah eternal uh, infantile syndrome. syndrome. Infantile pretentious syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so you're happy with your purchase of the yeah, PS5? Yeah, I, I bought the digital digital version because I realized that for my PS4, I, in like in eight years of owning it, I had only purchased the Watch Dogs Two and GTA. And mm-hmm. GTA, I didn't even want the disc, and Watch Dogs, I just bought it because it was cheap. So I was like, if I like played, let's say, two hundred games or three hundred games, and only two of them were physical, maybe next generation is going to be even less. So why even bother with a uh, this drive. I understand. I understand. Um, Overall, a while I like ago, it. I it's did... big. It's heavy. It looks cool. Yeah. 
yeah. it, it's far less. I, I, I've seen. Mm. To be honest, uh, I've also mm. played with a PS5, so I've mm. seen one. <laughs> yeah, with Mohammed. I played. Yeah, Mohammed. Uh, yeah. yeah, which we'll get to him. He was in a couple of our episodes, but uh, so I think the general thing is that uh, based on what we said in the console wars episode, uh, I think we still are on the same uh, arguments, aren't we? Yeah. And also, uh, the fact that Sony mm. sort of uh, buckled down and said, okay, we're going to have our own uh, Game Pass, which they said was a, is not going to work. They sort of claimed, no, 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 this is not going to work. Speaking of age like milk, <laughs> they yeah. sort of realized, nah, they, we need to do that. Even if it's going to fucking kill us, we need to have something to yeah. compete with that. Because Xbox has turned into a service as opposed to a video gaming console. The video gaming console yeah. is only like a accessory to that service. Uh, I yeah, wanted exactly. to say that Nintendo, everyone is expecting them to uh, announce a pro version of Switch. They didn't. They announced an older version of Switch, which has a slightly bigger uh, display. <laughs> and, uh, even the drift gate or like the Joy-Con drift problem hasn't been solved so there we go there's a, of course of course there's your to big honest, corp the only console i have is an nintendo console it's i have a wii mm. and to be honest even that had problems i i don't think nintendo can design good controllers <laughs> or they don't give a shit but anyways uh yeah. also i had said that apple arcade is the only thing that yeah. potentially could rival Nintendo. Uh, you gotta tr- throw that in the garbage. That was a that was a shit take. Uh, now I don't really think Apple Arcade is going anywhere. Uh, they're just gonna like uh, you know in a classic Apple fashion, they're gonna just sweep it on the rock, pretending it never was there. Uh, yep. That was a big failure. No gamer gave a shit. Uh, even after all of that fucking advertisement, it's just gonna die. I mean, like, I'm sure there are there are at least like twenty or thirty decent indie games on it that are worth playing. But the service itself just fucked. Uh, I would say they just weren't equipped with uh, the right. Uh, weaponry against the yeah. three giants of video gaming so they just fucked I mean, up what the f- I mean it kind of reminds me of Google Stadia yeah <laughs> okay that's like even 10 times worse than Apple Arcade that's like yeah. I mean it's still there but god good lord I mean like I do see the future in which Amazon and Google uh, have their own like uh, answer to Microsoft's Xbox but that day is not today. So. Yeah. Uh, and Amazon actually uh, in the year published uh, one and a half games. Oh, yeah. They published three. No, not three. Uh, it has a uh, world in it. Um, yeah. Uh, they published one. Nobody gave a shit. So they unpublished it. Oh, yeah. That was like a disaster. But this one actually has received some good uh, reviews. Uh, uh, a lot of New uh, World. It's oh yeah, new, new world. world. Yeah, I and think that this one, one was crucible. Is, oh yeah, 
oh yeah, like Crucible fucked up, but I think New World is uh, doing relatively good. So yeah, good for them, I um, guess. The thing is that I kind of uh, I I think I've talked about this before. I never played a lot of MMORPGs. Me either. Or me neither. Yeah, I think it can be interesting, you know? It's extremely addictive. It's like the heroine yeah. of video games. And that's why one of the reasons, like, uh, I've always, like, consciously, cautiously, consciously have avoided it because uh, it, it just seems like, yeah, yeah. like digging myself uh, a never ending hole. Uh, the thing is that uh, I I sort of think uh, if if it's done good, like there was one which I sent you the link, I think, which was a vampire MMORPG game. Uh, uh, I kind of want to play that, but at the same time, I realize, yeah, if you go in, you need to put in like forty hours. Uh, to uh, it's a just, fucking rabbit hole. That yeah, you won't get out of easily. Yeah, and by the end of it, I I sort of think. Uh, like, where is it going? Like, for Warcraft, I understand World of Warcraft because the story is there and, like, the world is so rich, all of that. But for any of the new games, I'm sort of like, so what am I getting in the end, you know? I know there is yeah. no end in sight, but uh, is it just a cooler... What's the difference between this MMORPG and one of those idle clicker games that I have, like, a couple of them on my phone? which I play uh, during my university like, classes. Um, it's only in the gameplay mechanics and methodology, but the end goal, yeah. I would argue, is the same. But uh, let's move on to the second episode of our uh, yes. second season. Which is Star Trek Lord Dex. It came out on January 29th. We didn't have a guest for it. We were supposed to have, but our guest bailed on us at the last minute. Yeah. Funnily enough, it's our shortest episode to date. Yeah, so remember that uh, for when we have a YASP trivia contest. Yes. Uh, what's the shortest episode of YASP? It's Star Trek Lordex. Yes, uh, you didn't watch the second season. The second season came out in 2021 after we recorded our episode. You didn't watch it, right? No, I didn't. But so what are your thoughts on it? Did it improve in any way? Um, I, it didn't, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I, I didn't go in expecting much. Uh, it, it hasn't gotten any worse. Thank God. It's like next Star Trek discovery, which got worse by each season. It hasn't gotten worse, but it hasn't gotten better either. It, a lot of the comedy is still referential comedy to other Star Trek stuff. There is a lot of nostalgia baiting. There is a there is really not a lot of Star Trek in it, like trekking in it. There isn't a lot of exploration in it. They try to make it bigger, which failed miserably. And overall, the comedy hasn't improved. Nothing really has improved. It's just another bad show. Not not oh. bad, like another another mediocre show, like the yeah. the bare minimum show. Yeah, exactly. And the designs aren't better. Nothing about it really leaps at me. The only thing that I sort of am tolerating now is that I actually kind of can understand why people like these characters. Like, I, I've come around on that. Uh, no. Okay. But aside from that, no, no. 
okay. And me not having watched it, let's move to the third. Yeah. Episode. As you can see, even our discussion of our shortest episode is our shortest discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Well, not really, because uh, the third episode yeah. is Artificial Intelligence. Which came out uh, on February 19th. We had our uh, guest Moin on it. Uh, yeah. It was one of yeah. our better received exactly. episodes. I was going to say that this episode is one of the ones that, like, probably top three episodes of Yes for me. I really like this episode. I think it's incredibly informative. It yeah. is well planned. Uh, it almost, uh, you know, was about to be removed from existence. Uh, thanks to yeah. my. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so should we go a little didn't. bit behind the scenes? I think we did talk about it uh, in the, the Mandalorian in the episode. episode. Yeah. I, I don't remember. The thing is, uh, we're hoping to change services, by the way. So by the next season, we have a lot of things planned, but we talk about it at the end of the episode. Yeah. But uh, we use uh, Discord, we call it uh, Yasp, and we. The f- the bus that we used the which again you can hear about in that episode because it malfunctioned while we were recording it. Mm-hmm. I think it it might be on my end, but you were kind of cutting off, so like the bot might oh. have malfunctions malfunctioned while you were talking about it malfunctioning. Well, that's great. That is great. Yeah. Uh, am I am I coming through clear now? Yeah, you're audible now. Okay. So, anyways, it only keeps the file for a week. Um, so we download it, so edit it to edit it. And we kind of forgot to download it. And yeah. if I and guess, if, if Moin hadn't yeah. downloaded it, we wouldn't have a. You wouldn't have had a artificial intelligence episode. Unfortunately, I haven't like followed up on AI news that much. The only thing that I can say is related to artificial intelligence is that Halo Infinite recently came out and I've played it for like uh, five hours. I played it uh, two nights ago. Really good game. Incredibly good game. I was not expecting Halo to be this good. I was uh, Honestly, I was expecting it to be a failure. What I wanted to say is that Halo has, from the beginning, had one of the, if not the best AI I've seen in a video game. And the new one lives up to that. Uh, the AI is still fantastic, even better than before. It's just ex- incredibly challenging. I love it. I played like a, it has four difficulties. I played on hard. There's a harder difficulty, which is too much for me. But I just love the challenge. I love how every time that you enter the same battle, uh, the behavior of the enemies is different. It's just it, it's a it's a marvel of um you know uh, ai video game ai engineering and like uh, i just love it so which that's is, the only thing which mm. is the opposite of the marvel avengers game which apparently had a very bad ai marvel avengers game has a lot of bad things apparently it's just like a really bad game yeah. Like, even the web-swinging of Spider-Man in Avengers, like, people were comparing the new Fortnite's uh, website, uh, website, what the fuck, web-swinging to Avengers, which is, like, literally a Marvel game. And, like, the web-swinging in Marvel's Avengers is, like, 
it's uh it's an assault on your vision and your sensory uh you know it just gives you sensory overload so nice yeah so let's go to our fourth episode which came out on march 12th about the mandalorian in that we had our uh, I think our most recurring guest, uh, Sohail. Yeah. yeah. Another point in the trivia. Yeah. Who uh, is the most recurring, yes. recurring guest? It's Sohail. Yes. And uh, nothing new happened with Mandalorian itself. The show has, I don't, it has been renewed for a third season. Yeah, but, but hasn't come out. The Book of Boba Fett yeah. has come out, and also there was a season or chapter, I don't even know, in Fortnite, and I don't even know when that was, but I just know that there was a, a season or a chapter in Fortnite that Mandalorian was like the Battle Pass character, and Baby Yoda and shit, so... Um, I don't really, to be honest, I... I'm not really hyped about Star Wars anymore. I, I'm barely hyped about Mandalorian itself. So I don't really care enough to follow up on anything. Me either. But like, after the success of Mandalorian, uh, Disney is like spamming the market with everything Star Wars. So we have three yeah. new video games coming out, like the David Cage one that I saw, or David Cage one that I mentioned. One is apparently being developed by Ubisoft, if I'm not mistaken. One, uh, one Mandalorian game is in the works. Uh, a Lego Star Wars uh, Skywalker Saga is in the works. Like, there's a lot of things in the video games. Also, TV shows. We had The Bad Batch. We now have Book of yeah. Boba Fett. We have a bunch of other shit. So, Are you going to watch that, by the way, Book of Boba Fett? Probably. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really have any plans for it. It's like one of the. I don't have me. a plan it's either. Like, I think I'm. I will yeah. watch it. Yeah. So we have a very Star Wars heavy uh, world right now, which is not good for someone like me who is a fan of uh, Star Trek. But well, I mean, the new Star Trek video game was also announced, which didn't oh, look fuck. so promising. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. That looked so bad. <laughs> that looks incredibly bad. I don't want to play that. And I'm a big fan of Star Trek. What the fuck are you doing, people? You know, the best Star Trek video game, I think, was the one that was not very good in launch, is uh, No Man's Sky. <laughs> I yeah. think you need to do that in a multiplayer fashion. Like, instead of you having a ship, you need to have a crew. Yeah, that would make just, more sense. Yeah, but you know, that would be incredibly boring. So I don't think any big major developer is going to put time on it. <laughs> I don't know. It was just one of those overly ambitious projects, which, I mean, the developers were uh, big enough and like uh, man enough, if you don't like uh, offend any feminists. But you know what I mean by man. Like they were. Uh, they had balls. Yeah, and like they kept making the game better and better and better. And they they went French, basically. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> uh, let's move to the fifth episode, Legend of Zelda, which yes. also okay. 
hasn't received that many new updates. We just we were shown a like thirty second, you know, I think a minute long teaser of yeah, the new. But before uh, like the, that, mm. dude, let me give you the information on the episode. It came out on April 9th. and we had Muhammad on the same Muhammad which I played with his PS Five. <laughs> I'm sh- glad that you followed. I played with his. With a PS5 and nothing else. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, grabbed his joystick and played with it for like an hour. That was good. Um, so, Legend of Zelda, uh, the successor to Breath of the Wild, or uh, Breath of the Wild 2, as many people refer to, used to refer to, uh, they showed a rather um, exciting, not too exciting, but like exciting... Uh, Gameplay teaser. Apparently, Link now can like uh, act has access to the skies, which I mean, like makes sense given the fact yes. that uh, um, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword was remastered for the Switch, and uh, probably that's like uh, the the reasoning for that was like not just money, but also apparently I think it has like a thematic or like story timeline link. To uh, the new game, uh, I mean, I mean, for me, Legend of Zelda was the harbinger of something else, something completely unrelated. Uh, do you know that we live in a world where our personal information is probably always out there? Mm-hmm. So, like a week after we recorded the Legend of Zelda episode, uh, YouTube recommended me a couple of Legend of Zelda craft videos. Oh yeah, of course. Like, yeah, <clears throat> if your computer has a microphone and you're like using Chrome and want to look up something, if you like say, I wonder like uh, how expensive the new Nike Air Jordans are and you search price four and it suggests Nike Air Jordans. So like, yeah, we're just like living in that world. Yeah, but anyways, uh, actually in this case, I'm sort of grateful because they uh, made me see two of now uh, my favorite craft channels, North of the Border and Stutzen Studios, and they gave me a lot of ideas. Uh, Stutzen was making the chapel in, I think, Breath of the Wild, the Hmm. ruined chapel. Oh, okay, Uh, yeah. yeah. And Stutzen was making that horse thing. That tent with a horse head. Horse head? Hmm. I'm not sure um, what you're uh, talking Let me search horse head legend of Zelda. Uh, it's Papawa Palat. Uh, no, 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 not that. Not that. Horse tent. Let me search that. Oh my fucking god! I horse can't believe tent. I'm... Okay, okay. Now that makes sense. You know, I think that's a Breath of the Wild thing. Yeah, we had a lot of horse yeah, tents. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he made that uh, from a bunch of old clothes that he had, which was really fun. I, I do recommend watching them. But if you're listening to this, just go on YouTube. It will be recommended to you. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so let's move next to... episode mm-hmm. uh, was uh, episode six was Monty Python's Flying Circus, which came out on April thirtieth, and we didn't have mm-hmm. any guests for it because we couldn't yeah. find anyone who had seen it. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, there was this individual, uh, yeah, the Mr. A, but like, he yeah. doesn't appear on or Mr. I, uh, depending on depending how you spell, yeah. So, I think uh, so, given the fact that most of the cast is dead and like the height of dude, their career, two of them are most of them are alive. Well, okay, some of the cast two is of them dead. Are alive and and. Yeah. Okay, so half um, of them are dead. <laughs> no, um, half of them. How there many are six, there? Six, two is. Oh, okay. There so six. four. Okay, so four are alive, two are dead. Two That's are good. Dead. Yeah, but a uh, third of them are dead. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The thing is that uh, I I don't. The only thing new about Monty Python that I watched was a documentary about Michael Palin. Michael Palin had a series of travel shows uh, when he was younger after Monty Python and I watched the documentary about those travel shows it wasn't even those travel shows it was a documentary about those travel shows whoa that's uh, that's a meta thing yeah but dude uh, if you can definitely I, I don't think you're gonna watch the whole ass docu- uh, whole ass travel shows because I, to, for, I don't like travel shows I don't know about you you might like them. Uh, I don't, I don't think I would like them. Uh, but watch the documentary because you will see a lot of weird, uh, funny things. Uh, for us, uh, we live in the Middle East, if you don't know, me and Amir. And there are a lot of footage of old Middle East, like old Dubai and Cairo. And so it's kind of fun seeing those old footage. Interesting. And there is a there is actually a part where Michael Pelling goes to a recently communist China. The recently communist China? What is, oh okay, you mean now they're a capitalist yeah. country. Yeah. Yeah. Like they they just had gotten communist in, in the nineteen seventies. Oh, okay, yeah, because Mao came to power in the fifties, yeah. Yeah. Just so it's kind no, of you shouldn't weird. say recently, you should just just uh uh, maybe recently may, does make sense. Just yeah. Uh, Back then, it was recently communist. communist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, that's the only thing about Monty Python that I have seen. I know uh, for uh, I know a lot of them don't do much anymore. Terry Gilliam doesn't really have a project. John Cleese is probably gonna voice something. He's not gonna act, and. I'm basically just glad none of them had died of COVID. Yeah. They're old. They're old ass people. Yeah. But with that uh, out of the way, let's go to our seventh episode, which was our first two-parter, part one of our first two-parter. It came out on May 21st, was Grand Theft Auto part one. We had our guest, uh, Mohammed Amin. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, we talked about GTA's one, two, uh, and three. three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I'm just gonna say that, given the fact that like we're gonna be talking about GTA, it was uh, so the second part, uh, part two, oh. was released on July 9th. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had who was our guest for that one? Bob Acosta Hill again. Oh, okay, yeah. So, Bob Ackins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Ackins, so because we were talking about GTA Online. 
yes. and uh, the heist missions and shit. So news yeah. regarding GTA, the biggest news, uh, if you've been living under a rock, the GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition came out, which was developed by the Grove Street Games, which are a mobile game developer. And you can imagine yes. how bad a port it is. Uh, it's <laughs> been met with a lot of controversy, a lot of backlash from the fans. People are like saying a lot of old controversies have come up. Like hot coffee again oh, has yeah. came out. <laughs> like you know what? Like the developers didn't even delete the code. Like they were so fucking lazy. They gave so yeah. little shit that they didn't even like delete hot coffee. So that became a controversy again. A lot of the yeah. and we thought and we thought the mafia definitive edition was a lazy. Oh yeah, that's like a triumph of human uh, achievement compared to this. Uh, It has like really bad visual effects, like the rain effect is terrible. I did finish Vice City and San Andreas, uh, but like Vice City... Okay, so the game was so bad that Rockstar took it off their Rockstar Games launcher on PC next day after its release. And... I, me being a pirate, I pirated the game, but the first uh, version of the game, Vice City couldn't even be finished because of one mission. Uh, you had to download a mod. And like the visual, uh, like every GTA had a, like a hue, like a, like a color palette to it. All yeah. that is gone. Like GTA uh, Vice had City a, was neon. Uh, San Andreas was brown, I think. Brown, Mostly. yellowy, kind of like 90s yeah. filter. And uh, GTA 3 uh, was like a blue-gray kind yeah. of thing. Basically, and it all, was like old Mafia uh, movies, uh, Flash like Mafia Sopranos, movies. Yeah, yeah Flash yeah. Mafia movies and uh, urban Mafia movies, like black Mafia movies, basically. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so all of that is gone. There were a lot well, of problems I, I saw, with the game. I saw screenshots. I haven't played the Definitive Edition. The visuals aren't even that much better. I mean, like, the, so the problem is that the nasty thing Rockstar did was uh, a bunch of uh, modders were planning on, like, releasing a really, really uh, monumental graphical... Uh, let's say, upgrades for the games. Rockstar sued them, took them off so that they could have their own, like, uh, remaster. Uh, They have imported the game into uh, Unreal Engine with uh, a lot of Unreal Uh, Engine issues. Like, in GTA San Andreas, if you go into the sky with the... the Jetpack. Hydra. Yeah, no, no, not Jetpack, Hydra, like the, the fighter jet they didn't even bother to like add a fog or like a filter so that the the map wouldn't look like uh, falling off the boss in Fortnite. Like you can see all the map, even from CJ's house in Grove street, you can see Mount Chiliad. That's how lazy they were. I mean, like I would have accepted this if it was not rockstar. I would have been like, okay. And if the, the modding community had not been as like, alive and vivid and colorful as it is but yeah. like the fact that rockstar it was like the ultimate nintendo move by rockstar like nintendo does this shit all the time they release yeah. subpar 
Like, yeah, you, you remember 3D All-Stars. They, they released software emulations and quote-unquote upgrades to their games, which are shit, and charge you a lot of money. Same thing happened with Rockstar. Yeah. And it was just, like, really they disappointing. Could, they could have just bought the fucking mod off of the mothers. If you want they to- actually have used uh, some of the modders' Holy contributions shit. without their knowledge and consent. Yeah, that's so. that's like that's that's too far. I know Take yeah. Two is doesn't have a reputation for being the most ethical uh, company out there, but fuck you. Yeah, that's just like a really bad job for like a company that has made the highest amount of money off a game of GTA yeah. Five. It's just really disappointing. Wow. And wow. there are no news of GTA 6. Uh, the other update on GTA, before we go on, is that a new contract in GTA Online has just recently come out. It's, uh, I don't remember the fucking name for it, but like it's Dr. Dre. Uh, there's a lot of two added oh. news stations, uh, exclusive songs for the game, which is one with Dr. Dre featuring Eminem. Uh, so that, I haven't I mean, checked that out yet. Personally. Let me talk about it rapidly uh, out of, uh, what I'm not going to say washed up, but uh, irrelevant rapper. <laughs> yeah. Eminem is just getting more irrelevant as time goes on. Did you see Mom's Spaghetti, by the way? Oh, yeah, the, the restaurants that he's going to make. Yeah. yeah. No, he made it. And it it's feels so desperate. Like, remember when I made that very good song. I'm like, yeah, but the last big hit he had was Venom. I blame the guy. He was like an edgy man in his twenties, thirties. Like how can he keep doing that when he's nearing his fifties? I think uh, again, he sort of need to look at his mentor which was very edgy when he was young, but as he got older, he got more mature and now does a lot of good shit, Dr. Dre. Mm, I, I don't know. Like, at the, I just at the very know. least, uh, Dr. Dre's name actually has a little bit of weight with it. I don't think Eminem's name has oh, any weight. Oh, you're going to be upsetting a lot of people. Like, I'm not a big hip-hop and rap guy, so I don't know. I might be talking out of my ass, but I'm just saying, like, to me, Eminem is the is the best product of the 2000s era where MTV and the big corp uh, mm. like jumped on the chance to commodify and commercialize the rap music. Like it was the height of it. I understand. It started from early nineties. They basically ruined hip hop in like 50 cent, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, Dr. Dre, Eminem, all of these people. I think any hardcore rap listener, again, I might be extremely wrong, but this is just my personal opinion, would like not really care that much about this these figures, or or maybe even hate them because they ruined what the soul of hip hop was. They just commercialized it, commodified I it. I don't know. Again, I'm just saying that Eminem is getting more irrelevant as time is going on. Yeah. I mean, so, you should have seen that coming when he started singing Lose Yourself at the Oscars. Like, <laughs> dude, you didn't go there because you were like, yeah, these corporations don't understand me. These studios don't understand me. You didn't go and get your Oscar then. 
But like 10 years later, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Just pay attention to me. Yeah, I mean, that's the cruel world of uh, entertainment. But let's move on to South Park, which is actually uh, the most exciting update of all the episodes we've had. Yes, it came out on June 11th. Again, uh, we had two guests, Soheil and Babak. Yeah. And uh, we have... We actually sort of postponed this episode because the new one just came out, the second part of the COVID special. Yeah, so we had a three COVID special uh, partner. So we had Ooh. like the first pan- oh, pandemic. Uh, the pandemic special, uh, I don't think was part of it. This is post-COVID. Oh, no, like no, no, see- no, I'm not talking about the recent ones. I'm saying that since the COVID, we had three oh. episodes. Oh, we had four. What were they? We had the first one, uh, which was Stan, uh, the Build a Bear one. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The then we had the vaccination one. one. Okay. Then we had post-COVID and post-COVID two. We had four. So we've had only four. Hmm. I thought we have five. Okay, so so we had two specials and two movies for TV, which aired on Paramount Plus. No other service, yes. streaming service. And I gotta say that it's obvious that Paramount has given them a lot of money because the production value of this two one-hour movie for TV episodes were really high, really interesting. Yeah. A lot of references. My favorite one was the Blade Runner part where like uh, <laughs> Stan and Randy are talking in the rain and Randy's soon like, we will have, in the rain. Yeah. Soon we will have Space Jam 6 <laughs> and 7 and 8. Yeah. <laughs> like tears in the rain. And yeah. like the first moment they started playing that electronic music, I was like, okay, you're going to have a Blade Runner parody. Yeah. This is a Blade Runner parody. Yeah. But uh, before we get, uh, get into like the specific parts oh, yeah. or scenes, uh, so they had like they had a contract with Paramount Plus to air two episodes only. They're not Comedy Central, not HBO, not Netflix, not anything else. And uh, the yeah. way we watched it, yeah, we pirated them as per use. Oh yeah, uh, of course. Really good episodes. I would say that it felt like South Park had returned to. It's not like the height of his career, but like the glorious days of season 14, 15, and 16 for me. Back when it really made me laugh, back when South Park was relevant, back when South Park had a philosophy, had a meaning, taught you something at the end of the episode, uh, was relevant. I know know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, I I liked it too. It was... You yeah, sound but. like you're going to say a but. Yeah, go on with the uh, but. I'm going to say the but, but later. I'm just going to say that I agree with you that it was a return to form. It was really funny. A lot of good shit. Uh, I laughed a lot more th- than the other two specials. I didn't really like them. This one I, I thought was yeah, really good. Same. Uh, but this is a problem I have with a lot of shows that pass a certain uh, year, a certain season. Mm-hmm. And this happened in South Park a while ago, but it wasn't as prominent as it is uh, in these two specials. 
is that at some point, the shows start to become self-referential. Mm-hmm. How I Met Your Mother was probably the worst case of it where the last season was basically, remember all the good times that we had? Yeah. Uh, Friends had that problem. Frasier had that problem around the uh, final seasons. Uh, Family Guy has had this problem for quite a while now, even though they tried to remedy that in the last two seasons. So this, for me, was kind of worrying. I'm not saying it's bad. It's not bad. The references weren't bad, but it was worrying. Like, I, I can look at it and say... I hope you know what you're doing with this because this can get old really fast. Yeah. Um, I hope they're aware of that. And knowing trend that I think they are smarter than yeah. to like not I know hope. that. And also the fact like, so the post COVID episodes for those of you who haven't watched it yet, we're not going to spoil anything, but it, it takes place 40 years after. So the year is uh, like 2040. Uh, sorry. 20. Uh, uh, 2061 would it let be? Let me bring yeah. up the 2061. Yeah, so it would be 2061, and all the yeah. characters are old, and it's incredibly funny just seeing how they look as old people, like every South yeah. Park character, and like how the adults are now like uh, you know elderly, and then like just looking at them was funny. New yeah. voices, new developments in their characters, and guess what? Stan and Kyle look exactly like the creators of the show, which like they yeah. were literally based off of them. So, yeah. and yeah, the, the story. That, mm. um, I mean, uh, I, I loved that. The best one for me was Butters. Yeah, yeah. The mustache. That's kind of like. Yeah, he's just a, like the way he talks, his voice, yeah. like all of that. By but the I just way, don't wanna don't wanna spoil way, anything. I just like I know, encourage everyone to watch it. I'm gonna spoil a small thing because this is very relevant. The thing Butters is obsessed with is um, are we gonna should we say no, it? No, 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 no. But like, it's a very topical thing. It's a very yeah. relevant thing. I know. And I know five people in real life, like I know them personally, who are trying to develop that. Mm, shit, and yeah. they talk exactly like that. They're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this thing, it's a great investment and it, yeah, it's going to revolutionize know, the world. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And so when I saw Bartos, one of them is actually a South Park fan, so I'm kind of uh, feeling like, oh, are you going to, are you going to realize? This episode? <laughs> yeah. Or are you gonna not even realize they're making fun of people like you? Yeah, that was a that was an interesting thing. Yeah, the Alexa assistant was. I'm, I'm just like, yeah. there's a lot of things. Just go out and watch them. They're really good. Yeah, really, really good. I like yeah, for every South a, Park there's fan. A funny thing. Uh, it, it it happens to involve time travel, so you probably uh, can guess a lot of stuff from that statement. But one of the things I love is that uh, if if the world is good, Cartman is fucked. <laughs> yeah, that was like an interesting thing. And I was going to say that uh, the story is topical. Like, yeah. between the first uh, post-COVID special and the second one, Omicron arrived and like they yeah. actually used it in one of their jokes. And... Uh, 
So basically the story is that like in 2021, everyone thought that pandemic was over. Uh, this brings us back to the beginning of our own episode where I said, like, I think it's going to be over. And like, it's 40 yeah. years later and we've had like new variant every like six months and lockdowns forever. Yeah. So like life hasn't changed and in 40 years. Even at that point in 2061, like everyone is vaccinated, but a few people, and because of them, new mutations keep surviving. Yeah, and like the message and the ed- at the end of it, again, I'm not gonna spoil it, but like the you know, precedent at times and unprecedented at times, I should. I think that was yeah. a good message. That was a potent message. Yeah, it's like uh. the world is still uh, the world is um, how do you say chaotic as it is. Yeah. Pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because, uh, I mean, you all know what Spotter's name is, so. Yeah. Well, let's move th- to, this, yeah. to the next episode. Because uh, I, I just epi- don't want to talk about South Park that much. I, I think it will ruin it for people that haven't watched it. Okay. And I understand. It's fairly new as we're recording this. It's been out for like a couple of days. So people probably... Yeah. Yeah, it's the next one we talked about was uh, our July 9th episode, which is GTA Part 2. Yeah. Uh, but after that, on July 30th, we did our 10th episode over the garden wall with our guest Mehrab. Yeah, and Ooh. that one actually got more, more plays than I honestly would have thought. Yeah, same here. Like I it's interesting how every niche subject that we assume no one's going to give a shit about is the yeah. one that people do give a shit about and it makes sense. Like the market is oversaturated with far better uh material on famous I mean, things. I mean but, to be honest, it's mm. kind of weird that we thought oh South Park is going to blow up and yeah. Our South Park episode is like a third of our Over the Garden Wall episode. I mean, like, it, it's kind of like streaming. Like, if you go and stream Fortnite or Minecraft or Call of Duty, guess what? No one's going to give a shit. But if you, like, play a specific game that is a cult classic, yeah. you're going to have more viewers. You know, like, there are people that are, like, actively trying to find new content about their favorite shows that are, like, fairly obscure. Or the garden yeah. wall is one of them. And when you do make an episode on them, people are going to like it. The only exception to this was Seth MacFarlane's episode, which was a yeah, season that- one episode. That's like blown out of proportion for some reason, even on YouTube. Yeah, I, the YouTube makes sense because of the search thing. Like people probably watch uh, Seth MacFarlane interviews and then the algorithm says, yeah, you might like this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing is that uh, on Over the Garden Wall, I actually, after the that episode, I realized there is a vinyl of the soundtrack. It's mm-hmm. fairly expensive. I'm not going to buy it, but, you know, if you that's know cool. me, if you know me personally in life, hint, hint, Maybe that's gift. a good birthday gift. Uh-huh. Yeah. My birthday yeah. is in two months uh, in February. So come on, people. Chop, chop. Give me those gifts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't really have much to say for Over the Garden Wall. It's still a great show. I still do recommend watching it. And yeah. uh, the only thing is that I uh, 
I'm pi- I pirated it. I pirated the comic books, and I'm going to read them at some point. <laughs> okay. Um, uh... Then we took a hiatus, which uh, lasted four months. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we came back with our uh, 29th of November episode, uh, which was a tribute to Steven Sondheim. It was yes, a, a Yast episode. A, yeah. a Yast episode. Uh, since then, uh, really nothing happened. Steven Sondheim sadly hasn't risen back from the dead. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not yet. Yeah, not yet. Uh, Soon. And our more I, I st- recent I still episode... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our most recent episode is Saints Row, which came out on the 3rd of December, um, which had our guest Muhammad again, the same one whose joystick mm. I played with. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only option. Which was about Saints Row. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we talked about this series. in the episode that as we were recording it, a new trailer had come uh, came out and uh, i hadn't watched trailer. the gameplay tra- yeah. trailer and the game was supposed to come out like in two months or something it was pushed yeah. back thank god for that <laughs> and i watched like probably almost an hour of gameplay footage from this game because there's like a lot of like i don't know game informer game spot and shit had like early access to the game they've played it it's not that the game is bad. It's just that it's so incredibly generic. Like there isn't yeah. anything exciting about it. The locations are good, yeah, like cool. The graphics are decent, but like, so what? Like, what? What is it that makes this game interesting? Like, I just don't get it. Like, the game tries so, to be a yeah. amalgamation of like Borderlands and gta and older uh saints row games and like just cause but like except except the thing is that that that's the thing that kind of worried me i didn't watch the whole playthrough i watched like 15 minutes on one of the videos on youtube yeah it it wasn't funny yeah it it isn't funny like the game isn't funny the characters don't seem to be interesting at all yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? That's the thing you had. Nobody played Saints Row because of the amazing shooter Whoa. experience. Yeah. yeah. Nobody mean, like, felt like... In a game, in a world that we have Just Cause, we have GTA, uh, and we have like uh, a shit ton of other open world games, like, yeah. what is your distinguishing factor? Like, what is it that sets you apart? It was I the, think the only thing. And they took care of that, so, like, yeah. why even bother? I mean, like, exactly. you even have, like, watchdogs. So. Yeah. That's really sad, because uh, as, as someone who likes, uh, what do you say, strategy games, uh, my, I'm used to my favorite <laughs> franchises being fucked over like this. Yeah, uh, remember Stronghold? Oh my god, oh, the newest fuck. one. That was I haven't so watched, bad. I haven't watched the newest one, the Stronghold Warlords. I haven't heard a lot of promising things. No, um, Warlords did come out, didn't you play it? Uh, no, I haven't yet, because I, I don't think my laptop can handle it. Oh my god, that game is so bad. It's just so bad. I played it for like 4 or 5 hours, then deleted the game. I was like, this is just not gonna cut it. 
Like that's that's not good. I, the only thing I'm having hope for, which I've heard mixed things about, is Age of Empires. Oh yeah, Age of Empires uh, four. Yeah, which I mean, I've heard a lot of mixed things. People said is good. It's a lot like Age of Empires two, but that's the thing I, that is kind of worrying me because, and I know this is gonna be a controversial opinion. I don't think Age of Empires two was as good or as fun as Age of Mythology or Age of Empires three. Mm, you're gonna piss off a lot of people. Yeah, it's a great game. Don't get me wrong. It's a game that I still play. Like after how many years it's been, and I have a lot of fun. It's a good base game, like it's a solid foundation. But Age of Mythology and uh, Age of Empires 3 are like the walls and the window and the door. And like the foundation is great, but that's not a house. We need more embellishments. Yeah, you need you need a story in your strategy mm-hmm. game. You need uh, more fun stuff. You need to have different mechanics. And Age of Empires 2 is a very solid game. So the thing that worries me about Age of Empires 4 is that it's like a remake of Age of Empires 2 and they like took back a lot of those stuff. Which no. seems to be the case. I haven't played it yet. I should. Yeah. But... And uh, that's kind of it. And then we come to that our 11th stop episode. Uh, wrap up. <laughs> yeah. So before we sort of say adieu, Oh my god, that made me cringe so bad. Um, Let's talk about a few things that we're sort of hoping for and are planning for our next season. First of all, uh, if you're listening to this, it might be Christmas for you if you're listening to this outside of Iran or Hanukkah or whatever holiday you uh, celebrate. I don't care. Uh, just that happy end of 2021, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. All the best wishes. Uh, we hope yeah. you manage to buy that incredibly hard to come by um, graphics console. card or console or, yeah. or laptop anything. in my case. Yeah, yeah. Or sound card in Amy's case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, the thing is that. Mm, a few things yeah. we are planning. First of all, uh, we now have uh, specific contents for each of our platforms. YouTube has Yav and uh, audio podcast has Yasu. So we recommend you check both of them out. We will probably um, have a few more Yasus in the meantime before we start our next season. Yeah. So look forward to them. And a few years as well. Yeah, and a few years. They're short. Both of them are kind of short. Uh, yes, we try to keep it at 10 minutes. And yeah, uh, it shouldn't go past 15 in most cases. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there is that. We, we're hoping to change the platform which we record our podcast on. So we will yeah. probably hear a difference in that regard. And... Uh, the editing will probably remain the same, though. Yeah, yeah. And also, if there are any suggestions, any feedback, anything you want to uh, tell us, if any of you want to be a guest, like, if there's just, like, you know how to contact us, if there's anything you want to say about anything, 
just I mean, like uh, email us, let, message let, us, whatever. Yeah, let me put a reminder in my own personal notes, and we will post the email to Yasp uh, in the description of this episode. So you know, if you don't know yeah. how to reach us, go I mean, down there. We have a Twitter handle Yasp Casting. We have yeah. a Instagram handle yaspcast so you can dm us there uh we're on uh telegram you can message us there we're gonna give you our um email address we are an anchor so every place you have many ways to contact us you can comment on our youtube channel you know yes which we we uh sort of check regularly like i check it once a week so if if we didn't uh respond to your comment uh don't get no, discouraged I more, no, no i i check it more regularly because i check oh, my okay. emails and like if oh, okay. i check my emails every day so if like if there's a comment i'll be notified by my email so i'll know oh that's good i check it once a week so oh, no i do it every day uh yeah, that's good. So there is that. Uh, do tell us if if there is a subject you want us to talk about. Like we have a few ideas for our next season. I'm not gonna say what they are, um, because there's a chance we might not do them, and I don't want people to think that we're gonna do them. Yeah, I hate it when I hate it when some of my like favorite shows are like, yeah, we're gonna do this, and then they're like, no, no, we didn't think feel like it. And I'm like, so why didn't you tell me? Yeah. So we are not going to tell you, but uh, so hopefully we have more guests, more new guests, more old guests. We're going to have Sohail and Muhammad for sure. And Bobak, yeah. And Bobak. So we are going to have them no matter what, because there is a Persian uh, proverb. It says, Malabad uh, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how to translate that. It that, means that... Uh, yeah, go on. No, no. Try. I want to see it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to even try. Go on. Oh, it means just, you know, they're friends and we love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it means. Yep. Um, uh, so, yeah, I hope to... We, uh, we don't have a returning... A date. We will probably do a trailer before we yeah, start our yeah. next season. So look forward to that. And uh, it it will not be uh, on the first of January like the last season. Like the trailer for season two came out on the first of January. This will not come out then. I'm just telling you <laughs> yeah, because we can tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna need more time. To plan everything, and I mean, yeah, and sound for me card. to buy a new sound card, yeah, yeah, and I need to organize a lot of stuff in my own case. Yeah, so I guess that's check it. out our other episodes if you haven't. Check out our YouTube channel, uh, yours, yours, Riasp, all of this, and we look forward to seeing you again. And you should look forward to hearing from us again and hearing us again and with that we wrap up a wrap up of wrap up uh, so until next time unless we don't feel like it or we die 
Have a, we have an editor. Yeah.